Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast, featuring me. This is me. I am here and you are not because you're not here, but I am John Wayne. That's right. John Wayne, here I am. A little bit silly this morning. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another week. Uh, if you're new to the show, hey, this is a show where uh, myself, John Wayne, I kind of talk about what's going on in my life. And we do some tarot stuff and I tell a story or a recap of uh, some experience that I recently had. And we have a lot of good fun and times, I think. So welcome to the show. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, I've been meeting a lot of new people lately and it's been awesome and I appreciate the support. So uh, here I am back again. Sorry, no episode last week. I apologize, but I'm back here again. I had a lot going on with the... couple of shows and stuff we'll talk about. I am here, though, back in the Neon Palace of Sin in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, coming to you. Already drank my coffee this morning, so it's uh, just drinking some sparkly old bubbly water. Plain. No flavor for me. Thank you. Uh, that was made in my very own soda stream machine here at the, here at the house. I... Uh, Got for the lovely, wonderful Scarlet for her Valentine's or Tines present. Uh, do you guys remember Emeril Lagasse, that chef? And he would say, it's Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day. And he was like, you know, all Valentine-y. And, uh, you know, that's not a word, Valentine's. It's Valentine's with a N. Anyway, um, it doesn't matter because I'm drinking some good sparkly water and just uh, smoked some uh, most... Excellent. Uh, uh, Grandpappy's medicine. You know how we do it. No, uh, no bowl today. I got, I've got like a smattering of joints about me, about my face, neck, and chest. Uh, no, I got some joints because, uh, yesterday I was in Santa Ana, California, uh, doing the old thing and, uh, with, uh, doing the market, uh, for Witch's Brew. Shouts out to them. And, uh, anyway, I was in need of some marijuana. I didn't, um, all I had were dabs at the house and edibles, and we when we left, like I was like, ah, I'll just get some on the way or something. But you know, you get there, get set up, and whatnot. I had some some weed delivered to me at the market that I was working, uh, which is amazing in and of itself. Uh, what a time to be alive! I mean, and I know I say that, what a time to be alive, but what a time to be alive! Like so, I got a, a, a I got a variety of of pre rolls because I was you know I'm outside of the thing I don't want to be packing bowls and stuff so I got pre rolls but what I'm smoking right now is this is a pack I got of uh, five uh, half gram joints each they are uh, blue dream uh, infused joints uh from stizzy which i've had their stuff before and i'm very much uh enjoying it these are called 40s now the reason they're called 40s is because it's 40 percent thc which is pretty damn high um and uh it's uh it's good I, I, these are just little like kind of dog walker size joints where you can 42 percent actually wow okay so yeah you can uh they call them like uh dog walkers because you you know take your dog for a walk in the time that it takes you to like smoke a half a joint or whatever something like that i don't know but uh it is amazing it's got some strawberry uh fucking thing going on with it uh it's amazing i just had some and i am feeling 
Fine. Uh, yeah. 40%. I don't know, like, if I've... That might be the highest percent that I've I've smoked that I know of. Um, you know, who's to say when things are getting passed around, the old, old uh, whatever. But um, I'm here. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, we're high. We're feeling fine. Already been to the gym this morning. Drank all the coffee. Got it all going. Getting back on track. It's tough. I got to tell you, first of all... Um, if you listen, thanks to everyone who listened last week. Or thanks for everyone for listening anyway. But uh, I know I was talking about how I was sick. So it's like I'm not sick anymore. I'm like completely better, uh, feeling fine. And I'm like it, just getting back on track is so difficult when like I was geared up after all that time on the road to come home and get back in the, the, the swing of things and have my schedule set and do my thing, my routine back. And immediately, like, got sick as shit. And then that just fucked everything up from there. And uh, now it's like, you know, last week I, I was better. But again, like, I didn't have, uh, you know, I was back. I was home, but I was basically working, you know, just the, every day last week uh, because uh, we had a John Wayne is Dead show. And uh, I'll talk about that. But it was like, you know, it was a lot of stuff going on. So I'm trying to get back in the, the routine of everything now. Um <coughs> oh, excuse me that blue dream will get you i'm having a blue dream right now in my pants uh about you baby this is good weed i think anyway uh so a lot of stuff's been going on uh last couple of weeks uh, you know like but thank you for everyone who reached out to me while i was sick i appreciate it very very much i feel so so much better um and it sucked being sick dude being sick is awful uh because i'm barely sick and i became like a little baby uh like pussy boy like giant pussy like not in the sense of like not trying to like be like insulting but you know some because some people get all like don't like the word pussy anymore uh but i was definitely be had become one of whatever the equivalent would be uh of that and uh you know of course the lovely scarlet took great 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 care of me so uh i'm better everything is cool uh please thank you and good day no that's not it uh i want to give major shouts out to my patreon people for supporting me out there on the patreon giving me that extra bump i appreciate it so so much uh means absolutely the world to me i can't even believe it um and i appreciate that support it keeps me going uh in many more ways than one and uh especially when i'm out there traveling around uh it's it's awesome it's awesome to know some people people have your back and uh you know and, and they're able to support you that way so thank you thank you guys so much oh i'm gonna take a note here um so uh yeah and i'm about to start traveling again uh in about a week and a half here so uh it's gonna you know the patreon stuff it really keeps me able to continue doing what i'm doing so thank you so much for all of you who have uh checked it out so far uh if you'd like to give it a give it an old go there over at patreon.com slash john wayne is dead or just go to john wayne is dead.com and hit that link there it'll take you right to my page you can sign up for whatever tier you would like including the one dollar a month beer club beer money club um 
and that gets you uh, access to every every tier gets you access to everything that is on the wall the videos the the songs performances uh all that kind of stuff and the awesome dude for life boner bo- 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 bonus podcast uh in which i speak to other artists who i meet uh, around the country and around the world and it's a great show we have great conversations and i get to talk about what they do their their discipline their art form uh it's it's a great show and there's over 120 episodes of it now so you could listen to all the back episodes all the new episodes all the front episodes all the side episodes it's uh it's all there so please check it out johnwayneisdead.com hit the patreon link or patreon.com slash johnwayne is dead um man yeah so uh, thank you guys. Shouts out to you. I've got this weird like pimple on the side of my nose and it's like kind of like going away, but not going away. Like when I catch like the angle of like the, the light or something, I'll be like, oh, it looks all right. And then like you'll turn this way and I'll be like, oh, Jesus, you know, it's like uh, frightening. But, you know, hey, whatever. I'm, I got you. You got to lean into it. Like I'm not going to cut off my nose to spite my face. I have my Burt's Bees. uh blemish stick uh, going on don't worry about it I, I know what i'm doing uh but it's just a little distracting um but i'm gonna forget that it's even there but i wanted to tell you guys about that because i'm transparent about everything including blemishes now um so like i said guys it's been you know a busy couple of weeks uh, talking about getting back into routines um I, you know, was sick uh, all this time. And then uh, right after that weekend, um, last weekend, uh, old Chris Jett came to town. Uh, Chris plays drums in John Wayne is Dead with me. And we had a, another gig we were playing here. You guys heard me talk about it uh, at Artifice uh, over here in downtown Las Vegas, where I live. And uh, so we were getting ready for that. Now, that was pretty cool. I picked him up at the airport Monday, ass early in the morning. And uh, we were ready to go. We had to like, uh, this time I have, uh, we were able to uh, get a very small, like kind of, uh, you know, small room or like acoustic, like practice PA type situation. Um, So we were able to actually rehearse here in, uh, my home and in the living room. And, you know, it was, it was awesome. You know, we, I loved, uh, rehearsing at Sonic Rodeo. It's an awesome place here in, uh, you know, in downtown Vegas, but, uh, you know, it, it costs money per hour to, to practice there. They got everything though. And it's totally worth it. But we were like, let's save a couple bucks here. Let's, you know, scrape some pennies together and get our own little situation set up. And we were able to practice here in the house and it was, it was good. You could hear everything fine. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. Um, and it's a little bit more relaxing when you're able to just like be in the house and take you, you're not like, okay, we got to fucking do all this stuff. Cause we only have three hours. That could be good, like a good motivator, as well as like a, you know, be, you feel like you're always like, God damn, you can't get everything done. It's stressful. Um, you know, you're already paying money. You don't want to go over time and stuff. So it was nice that we were able to just just rehearse here in the house, like for hours. Like we were, we were like crazy stupid rehearsing like at 8.30 a.m. on Tuesday, I think we started because we got... You know, Chris gets up early anyway, you know, and uh, for, you know, for his his kids and shit when he's home. And 
he was in a different time zone. So he's like two hours ahead of what we are here. So it was, you know, he's, he's up early. I'm up early. You know, and I was like, I think on Tuesday, it's like, well, let's go walk and get a cup of coffee. We walked the dog, Boney, uh, with us. And then, uh, fuck, we just started practicing. And we practiced to like almost one o'clock, like straight. I was like, man, it's like, like lunchtime. And we've already been rehearsing for like four hours or something. So it was a lot of fun. Um, it's in, and like, man, I'm telling you, like, it was great to fall back into playing, um, electric guitar again. I've been playing acoustic for so many shows lately. Uh, I got my, you know, one of my Gretsch Electromatics, my, my baby, my favorite one, even though I've broken it several times and that's why it's been out of commission, but got it all set up and, and, uh, just repaired everything like tuned up and man, it just sound awesome. And, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun and, uh, it was a good show. We, you know, we, we went out there on Wednesday and ripped it up pretty damn good. Uh, I feel it was one of those, uh, we have this thing here in Vegas called rollout on, uh, I forget, maybe it's like whichever Wednesday of the month it is. Uh, and it happened to like coincide with this and rollout is like where all people come ride their bikes around downtown and it's like, Oh, we're all on our bikes. Yay. Uh, whatever. I'm like, all right guys. It's cause you get like idiots with like the old time, like, look, I got an old timey bike with a big front wheel and I'm an old fashioned strong man or something. And I'm just not into it. You know, I'm just not a bike person. Um, it, it, it's just like, whatever. But, uh, there was all these bikes and people, people were out and about and around and I appreciate everyone who came to the show. It was good. We had a good time. We actually had some lights this time. I got some lights I put up there on stage. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and thanks for everyone who came out there, uh, again to see it. And we're, you know, booking some more stuff. We'll probably have some shows, at least one show in Houston when I'm down there for the Houston Horror Film Festival in August. Uh, you know, plus I'll, I think I have some Chicago shows that I'm going to be doing coming up, uh, by myself and, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff on the old music, uh, front there, which I always love because I fucking love music and I love to play music. So, uh, getting back into playing live gigs and stuff is, is, uh, is pretty fun. It's, it's, it was a good feeling, but again, like I said, like we had our full week of, of just, you know, there was no, uh, time for me to readjust back to my route like get back into the like okay here's you know my life now you know there's i gotta go back to doing my thing uh but uh now you know but hey fucking that's how it goes and i'm not complaining one single bit i just am reiterating that i'm back in it even though i have to leave again very soon uh but to go to texas frightmare next at the end of the month and i love that show i cannot wait uh, also going to stop in and visit my nieces uh, while I'm there. So that's always going to be uh, a good, good thing. Um, I am high, guys. This is some good-ass weed. But uh, speaking of good-ass weed and being high, one of the highlights of uh, Chris's visit here was we went to the Punk Rock Museum. Uh, I don't know if most of you who listen probably know or don't know, the they opened a... Uh, punk rock museum here in las vegas it's actually four like four or five minutes away from uh my house very very close uh put together by fat mike primarily of uh, no effects and you know fat records and uh you know so i know other a lot of other people you know came together to make it happen but he's like been like the face of it and the primary person to i guess organize it uh and 
we'd been wanting to go like, you know, and when Chris and I got this gig and he was coming to play, I was like, you know, we decided we'd go to the punk rock museum while he was here. So there's a couple of things, a couple, a couple of ways you could do it. One is like, you can just pay to, you know, you're just a regular admission and go in and you walk around at your, you know, whatever pace, just like, I guess you would go to any other museum and just kind of walk around and look at the exhibits, take your time, read all the little placards on the sides, that kind of thing. Or you could get a, uh, like a curated tour, like, uh, a tour guided, whatever, uh, tour guided, guided tour of, uh, the museum, which is what we, um, Chris and I opted for. Now it's a little, it was a little bit more expensive. I'm not going to lie. You can look it up, uh, on their website to see, cause it might vary depending on who is giving it. Cause it's always somebody different guiding the tour. Um, but, uh, we had uh, Chris from um, uh, Less Than Jake. Sorry, I'm like, <coughs> I don't want to cough into the microphone. Uh, yeah, Krista Makes uh, from uh, Less Than Jake was our um, tour guide. And he was super, super cool. Very, very personable. Very fun right off the bat. We had, uh, we got there. Chris and I got there probably like 30 minutes early and checked in and they because they have this bar and we weren't sure like if you had to wait till the end of the tour to get to get to sit in the bar and drink or or if it, you could sit there before your tour started so we, we took the chance and it uh, turned out it was you know I was, we got there I was like why wouldn't they let you of course like why did we even worry about that but yeah of course they let you uh sit there and uh, have some drinks and have some drinks we did. They have um, maybe like four or five specialty drinks. Uh, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't call them cocktails uh, because it's not the, that. Uh, one of them, man, I can't remember, and I know people are probably going to be yelling at their thing. Uh, I forget whose drink this is or who it's based off uh, the the artist, but they take a Pringles can and just dump the can- the, the chips out in a basket for you and then make the drink in the can in the pringles can and that's what you drink it out of and and chris actually was talking about that um our tour guide chris is saying that like the guy that did that did that because you could walk around with the pringles can from you know across a festival grounds like you know you could take it in and out of anywhere while you're doing that so he said he would always make his drinks in the pringles can after they played when he was walking around so you know everyone just thinks it's chips so you can go in anywhere and get past all the security or whatever that if you're not supposed to bring alcohol in the place. And I just thought that was pretty ingenious. Didn't drink one of those though. What Chris and I did drink a lot, uh, not a lot of, man, I think we had three of these a piece. Um, damn, I think we did. Uh, they were called double fatties and <laughs> what the double fatty is, is a shot of Jameson with a, uh, double vodka tonic. That's it. That's the drink. Big fatty or double fatty is what it's called. And Chris and I started with one of those before the tour. And uh, and we had a couple more after the tour. And uh, it was great. It was uh, but but the tour itself uh, was amazing. It was completely worth the extra uh, money to pay to 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 have it. Uh, presented to you like that he was able to tell like you know anecdotes from some of the things that he saw but he was also very candid in that 
he was like, there's so much stuff here. Like I've just been given tour these tours for like a week. Cause they, like I said, they rotate people out and he was like, you know, I see different things every time I'm I, I, all the, every time I've been doing this all week, I'm finding new things. So there's a lot of stuff, but I'll tell you as much as I can about what there is. And it was, uh, he did a great, great, great job. And, uh, at the end, they have a wedding chapel there that is now like, uh, open, like, I guess starting this week, you can get married up at the wedding chapel in the punk rock, punk rock museum. They also had a tattoo studio there, which is a appointment only. There was no one getting tattoos or no one sitting up there waiting for you to be like, maybe I'll get a tattoo. Um, so it's, it's fucking legit as shit, man. It's set up and, and there's a lot of awesome, uh, just just awesome exhibits uh that's that covers like the eras of punk there's a lot of awesome instrument like actually like these you know people's actual instruments there uh on loan and and stuff like that it was uh old flyers things like that where you're just like man this is if you're into music and particularly if you're into punk rock and like you know if you long time listeners of the show know that I'm super into like all the minutia of music, like the history of certain genres, where things came from, what kind of, you know, recording like situation was happening. What was their method? Who used what, you know, I'm, I'm all into that type of who was in the band during this record, who, who played on this one, who did this tour with them? Like I'm super into that shit. So going to this museum and having it, uh, the tour guided part of it was just, uh, like, the cherry on the top. It was like, I remember we were feeling pretty good after that. Don't get me wrong. And like, we went and met, um, uh, Scarlett, uh, I believe at Berlin to, to kind of keep the train going. But I, and I, I remember saying, I remember I did say like several times throughout the night was like, man, that was totally worth, uh, getting the guided tour. Cause at the end, they have this jam room that's got actual instruments like on loan from, you know, from the artists like uh you know there was the, like the dude from uh gogo bordello i don't know his name but they had one of his acoustics there and the 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 technician that was in the guitar room was like here here you want to hold it here check it out and like he just handed it to me and i was like that's this is pretty cool and uh uh there was just just all these and one of my careers bases is in there like it's just all this cool ass shit that like if, especially if you're like a uh, a gear nerd you're geeking out about and 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 chris uh uh listen jake chris sits down and it's like hey i'm gonna play you guys a song if that's okay and he fucking just plays us a lesson jake song right there like in the room just sits down and just plays it sings it himself and uh, a couple of us like he paused and like threw it you know out to us to sing the, the chorus back and i think it's just me chris and one other the girl standing next to us actually knew the words but uh it was that that in itself was like, man, we are just like our group was small, too. We only had nine people in our group. And it's like, we're just nine people. We're just in this little room watching, you know, an artist that we all like play a, a song right here for us. That's fucking cool, man. It when it was cool. Um, so we took pictures. We hung out. The, the Punk Rock Museum was amazing. If you're coming to Vegas, this is not branded content. This is not, uh, you know, anything. But uh if if you are coming to Vegas, I I and you're into that at all, I highly recommend putting that on your list of things to do. I know there's a ton of shit to do, and everyone likes to do different shit when they come to Vegas, but that is definitely something worth 
doing, especially if you're into music or the history of music and punk rock uh, in, at all. Other good news with the museum, <clears throat> they're going to be uh, opening the bar as just like, a, hey, you can come drink at the bar, uh, even if you're not taking a tour or paying the admission to get in for the day. So we were celebrating. I think we probably celebrated that news with another drink while we were there because we were like, we want to come drink here every day. This is awesome. And they're like, well, you can starting in June. Uh, everybody there was super awesome too. Everybody was extremely nice and uh, just chill, like cool. You know, it was, it was an awesome vibe. I really, really liked it again. Not, not branded content, but uh, just a, a, a good recommendation, I would say. Um, let's see. One more thing I want to uh, just kind of announce and, and plug. Uh, you've, you've heard him before. You've heard me talk about him before. My, my very good uh, friend and, 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 you know, son to an extent, uh, Dave, my man, Dave is here, Dave Berardinas, uh and his, uh, we, we had him on the Awesome Dude for Life podcast. We talked about it on the show uh, here. Uh, his new book, his premier book, his first book ever. My boy is all grows up now. He's all grows up. The Arduzan Experiment is out now. Uh, it's on Amazon to order. Uh, search The Arduzan Experiment, A-R-D-U-S-I-N. And uh, David DeBeradinas, uh, he's not Dave on 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 the book he's a david now that's okay uh, i'm gonna read the uh the um description here for us welcome to the Arduzan enterprises your favorite mega corporation from household cleaning products to your local pizza chains to even the designer clothes you wear Arduzan enterprises and its many companies are happy to be a part of your everyday lives in fact for one month, we're putting together a focus group program where you could get the chance to stay at one of our state-of-the-art facilities and test our latest and greatest products. Trevor Roberts is one of the patients in this focus group. His life, as of recent, seems to be a horrible nightmare. A divorce, getting laid off, and losing his kid in a nasty custody battle. The one good thing is that he was one of the lucky bunch that was chosen for this focus group program that says it has some pretty decent perks. His hope is that this focus group will not only clear his mind, but also give his pockets a little padding at the end of a month. Things aren't what they seem throughout the focus group. While the focus group is testing different Arduzan brands and products during the day, something else is happening. People in different groups start acting strange. Some of the patients go missing. Others start fights with each other in broad daylight, and the place feels more like a maximum security enclosure than anything. As the dark underbelly of the massive corporation is revealed, it takes everything the patients have to stay on board with the Arduzan experiment. So, that is awesome sounding. Check it out by David DeBerardinas, my man. Uh, I love you, dude. Shouts out to you, and best of luck, everyone. Please check out my man David's new Book, first book. Very, very happy about it. Uh, all right. So moving right along, um, I think we will get right into our card of the day reading. That's right. Card of the day reading. Uh, if you know or do not know, I do a card of the day reading here on the podcast. Uh, also, I have it posted on my Instagram story at John Wayne is Dead. If you would like to follow that. If not, you you probably should. Um, it'd be really great. 
But uh, as many of you also know, I drew a tarot deck, the John Wayne is Dead tarot skeleton deck that came out recently, and that is available on the website there, johnwayneisdead.com, or of course uh, at my booth at every in any convention I happen to be at. So this week, this fine day, I mean, I uh, our card of the day is the Knight of Swords, and that is in the upright position. So, we know that knight cards are action cards. Like, a knight is always uh, charging into action, taking action in some way, uh, and the swords represent our intellect, our thoughts, you know, the power of our mind, right? So, when this card, we get this card, this moment, this period in our, our life, this time, we are right now extremely driven to uh, get uh, a, a dream. We're, some, we're pursuing some goal or some dream right now. We're highly motivated to, to do it, and we're just fucking going. Using our intellect, uh, the, the things that we've learned, our own particular uh, intelligence, you know, uh, how, how we have it. To, in order to, uh, you know, surpass or, or just sidestep any challenges, you know, fo- find your way through the obstacles, we're, we're completely unfazed because you're kind of prepared. Like, you know, I always talk about um, you got to learn from the shit that you go through so that, you know, either when it happens again, something similar happens or, or you come across that problem again, you're able to navigate it better or you could see it far off. And then you don't even have to, like, you can, you know, not even avoid that whole hornet's nest altogether, if you know what I mean. So with with this, like, you're using that those lessons right now to to do that, to, to navigate obstacles, to get to, you know, get over hurdles and go, 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 go. The thing with the Knight of Swords, like I said, this is a very action, action-oriented, and he, you know, in this time, it's, it's good that we are quick to take act take action like go do it don't wait don't sit back right now and be like well i guess i'll wait if they ask me what i think i'll tell no you you just go now is the time to just do it take the take the initiative take uh be the assertive one be the one that starts the conversation not waits for it to happen uh be the first you know one that takes the first step in getting this you know uh getting towards this plan going, getting your towards your goal. That now is the time for like you to do that, right? For us to do that in this this moment, however long it, it may last. Uh and the the knights sometimes, especially I know the Knight of Swords will charge into uh you'll go without really having maybe uh, the best plan in place or uh, you know, a version of a plan that you're kind of working with. You, you have like a vision, a goal, you ha- you can see the path, but maybe, you know, we haven't taken time to, to, to put a whole step-by-step plan together. And that's not what we need to do right now uh, either. But we have to be careful because when we do that, when we act too quickly, we get too excited, you know, we might, come against things like come up against uh different issues or or problems or whatever it may be that we're like whoa okay i was not prepared at all for that 
um, which could happen at any time anyway. But if we're not thinking about it, it might we might come across something because we haven't planned for it that's going to impede our progress in a way that uh, is going to be like a huge bummer. Basically, you know, it's going to you know might have to take a couple steps back, might have to redo work again, uh, that you've already done. Uh, you may, you know, it may just like completely can kill your spirit if you're like, oh man, I didn't, you know, know this would happen or I didn't know, I wasn't prepared for this or I didn't know I had to have this permit, you know, anything like that, you know, big things, small things, but things that can derail us just that we could have avoided if we would have uh, just taken a little bit uh, to, to kind of uh, plan for, do some, do some research. So, you know, it, it, it's time for action. It's time to move ahead, like move ahead on this. And, and we feel very, very, like I said, motivated in this moment to do that and, and get it done. And we're using our knowledge. We're using our smarts to, to, to get through the obstacles that we've all, we see coming or we know, um, yes, all, we, we need, we're doing all of that and all of that is right. We just need to maybe just just take a quick look quick quick glance sometimes at at what maybe uh and, and something you might not know that goes along with reaching this goal right that that you uh should be aware of you know just do let's do our due diligence and uh make smart moves um as we charge ahead and and you know reach this goal so that is our card reading for the day, the Knight of Swords upright position. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got something out of that. I know I did. I, I uh, do quite enjoy tarot, like I said. And if you are interested in checking out my tarot deck, go to johnwayisdead.com uh, to the shop page. And it is there, the John Wayne is Dead Tarot Skeledeck 78 card deck based on the Rider weight. Uh, I have done all of the illustrations of it. I drew all of it, and it's um, I'm very proud of it. So check it out. Anyway, the Corey Hotline, people. The Corey Hotline. What is the Corey Hotline? Well, I know I know a lot of you out there know what it is, but for all my new uh, listeners or people who may not be aware of it, the Corey Hotline is a phone number you can call anytime, day or night, night or day. And leave a message for the show, for me. Ask your questions, leave comments, whatever, whatever. No big whoop, we'll talk about it. Uh, and I'll play your message on the show, and um, it's a lot of fun. You can also text the number if you're in one, uh, someone who doesn't want to hear your voice or uh, you're too shy. It's okay. You could text. Now, there's a couple numbers that have been just texting hello to the Corey Hotline, like hello, hello. It's not a reply line. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to reply to you from the Corey Hotline. The Corey Hotline is to collect your uh, precious little nuggets of brain ideas and powers, and and put it in there, and then the Corys deliver it unto me via various ways, and then I am able to play it and talk uh, about those. So the phone number is. 832-930-1347. That is 832-930-1347. I'm going to say it one more time. 832-930-1347. That being said, there are no messages again this week, sadly. Sadly, no messages for Corey. And I don't know uh, I don't know what it is. So, you know, if, if maybe, maybe we just, uh, don't have the Corey hotline. I, I don't know. Uh, Corey's sad. I'm sad. We're all sad. 
Uh, so give us a shout on the Corey hotline there if you have any questions or comments. You want to say hey, 832-930-1347. All right. So, guys, I uh, talked about a lot of stuff already that I've, I've been doing these last uh, week, week and a half. Uh, but uh, one thing, one other thing I did this past weekend was, of course, I had a market uh, that I, I talked about earlier up top of the show, the Witch's Brew Night Market, the Momster Day, Mother's Day Market out in Santa Ana, California. And, uh, you know, while it, while I wanted to talk about that and recap it, it, it also brought up some memories of uh, outside, other outside outdoor events um, that uh, I've done. And, and the, you know, there, there's always a... A layer of an extra layer of difficulty added to outside shows, uh, and and anything and and crazy things happen, and it's always interesting. So I decided to you know I'll, I, I want to recap the market, talk about the market, but also about uh, uh, just about those outside outdoor shows. Uh, love them or hate them, or just can't take them. Outside shows. Anywhere the wind blows, and it usually does, outside. So, like I was saying, um, I did the Witch's Brew Night Market, uh, Momster Day, Mother's Day Market, uh, this past weekend out in Santa Ana, California, just a, a fine, easy three and a half hour drive from my neon palace of sin here in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, and, you know, I've talked about these, uh, the Witches Brew events on here before, and uh, I'll talk about them again because I'll keep doing them. Excellent. Uh, excellent events. Uh, this was in, uh, I forget what it's called, some some kind of promenade uh, out there in Santa Ana. Uh, it's, it's very nice. It's very well put together. Very well run and um, an excellent, excellent show. Like it was good to see people I already know. Shouts out to Daisy and Jasmine of La Pollution, and uh, of course the best vegan chef out there, Olivia Liv, uh, made us some Crunchwrap Supreme vegan Crunchwrap Supremes, and they were amazingly good, like awesomely good. Uh, so. Like I said, very well done. Jackie runs it. Shouts out. It was amazing. And uh, it was good to see, like I said, people I I know f- come through from the market. Good to meet some new people, hang out. You know, it was Mother's Day. And it was, it was it, for, for it being Mother's Day, uh, it was a pretty good crowd, I have to, I have to say. Uh, not the typical, not you know, not as busy as maybe like uh, a, 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 the other ones have been. Not. Not by much, like, and I, I'm not saying that it wasn't busy. It was, but you could tell, like, okay, like Mother's Day, like, not everyone's bringing their mo- their mom out to the horror market, um, but a lot, a lot of people did. A lot of people also brought their dogs. Man, Boney was had no shortage of, of friends at this market because it seems like everybody and their dog brought a dog with them, and uh, it was fun. You know, we love dogs, and Boney is very good. He just sits in his bed and like a little whimper because he wants to go meet, but he can't go meet everybody. Uh, but then some dogs just like start going nuts and stuff. But it was very well behaved, uh, dog wise. Just a lot of dogs I noticed, but uh, it was it was. Very good, like everything was went fine and dandy, like sour candy. Um, 
and I had a great time. And I'm very, uh, you know, thankful and grateful for everyone who came out to that. And I'm thankful and grateful to always be included to be on these events. Now, that being said, when I was uh, there, I was talking to some some fine people. I, I think, man, do I believe, I believe, am I going to remember names? I think Rachel and Dan, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I believe I was talking to you. You bought some books. Thank you so much. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is an outside event. So my, uh, you know, I have one of those pop-up canopy things, you know, and it's there and I, and I got sandbags and stuff on it. And, uh, I'm talking to these people and Scarlett had just, uh, went to go walk down to another booth for something. And all of a sudden, like the, the, my, front of my canopy starts to lift up off the ground and I, I like oh no and like I think the, the guy Dan I believe reached up and grabbed it and I turned I was like what is happening I turned around I have I had Boney's leash I always have him hooked to like a sandbag and I had the sandbag also hooked to the back leg of my pop-up well there was a guy walking his dog behind the booths uh, because it backs up to the sidewalk and he had a, his dog and I think his dog popped his head in when he saw Boney and then Boney got up and went to go say hi to him and was just like pulling my booth away or pulling my canopy away, which we caught it right away. And I was like, Boney, stop. And, you know, he came back uh, or he stopped, you know, so it didn't, it didn't go any further, but it, it, it was, it, nothing happened, barely even moved, but it, it, it popped in my mind, this horrible, like flashback of another outside show uh, thing that happened where it was way worse. I And I've talked about it before. First of all, outside shows, guys, a lot of markets, uh, that a lot of pop-up markets are outside. I've done so many, like the awesome ones, like Thorn and Moon out in Houston, the Houston Horror Film Festival pop-ups, and, you know, all, all kinds of, you know, the, all these night market ones, uh, Witches Brew, you know, these ones out here, then the, the first Friday event that they do here in Vegas, it's all outside. Um and maybe it's just because I'm so used to vending inside, you know, like three day conventions and convention halls and hotels. Um, I don't think it's that. It's just, it's just, it's hard because it's like loading all their shit out. Yeah. Like just for instance, for this, you have to park on the street and then unload your car there on the street and be taking your shit like uh, as like, I guess like in, in, um, I just had to make trips like from the sidewalk down the promenade to my space, put it there, walk back, do that. Now, luckily this time I have Scarlett, I had Scarlett with me at this show. So she was able to sit in the car and watch my shit. So it wasn't like I was like shutting the door, locking, going back blah blah blah, by myself or, or with Boney, like how I have to do a, a, a lot of times. But, you know, it was still like, you know, a few trips. And by the time I'm done, I'm sweating so bad. Like just it's hot, man. Like and I'm just sweaty. I made all these trips. You're sweaty. You're all fucking gross trying to get your shit together. And uh, like I said, there's all these like kind of unexpected elements, all these things that could go wrong, Um, you know, and you kind of like some you're prepared for, some you're not. One one of the first outdoor, like, big outdoor shows I did after, like, COVID, pr- post-pandemic. And I've talked about this before on the on the recap of it, but this was a couple of years back now, or a year, whatever, was Monster Mania's uh, Oaks, Pennsylvania show that was outside. And that's how I got in. I was able to get into the Monster Mania, you know, rotation. So that's, that's how I'm on those shows now, because I did that show. But it was outside in this huge, you know, blacktop parking lot. And I remember it was hot. 
and like windy but like not a cool wind and it, this is in Pennsylvania too and it, I think it like was almost rainy at one point or threatened anyway I I have my pop up cuz you were you know they were like you have to have a pop up you have to bring your own table you have to bit bit and all the stuff and I it's Nick P and I and we're on like a two or three week run I know we could come in from Vegas uh doing it we did the days of the dead in Vegas and we came in from there to Oaks uh to do that one and I I didn't have any sandbags or anything to like hold down the legs or to weight down you know my canopy legs and I'm like man that you know co- they come with those stakes like tent stakes you just like pound them into the ground or some shit but this is on concrete this is like blacktop parking lot so that is of no help to me now, of course, I'm like, hey, okay, it'll be fine. I'm like setting it up and shit and putting it all together and getting everything set up. And it wasn't windy in the morning. It was just hot and we're getting ready and it's just burning up and shit. And along comes a wind and a mighty wind like the Christopher Guest movie. And it starts fucking blowing. And we're trying to like, there's these gusts that are coming. Some of them are knocking every people's like certain like, people's shit all off their table like that illustrators with their prints and uh this one guy that had all this all these 3d printed like figurines like on shelves and stuff in his little booth and they all blew out blew over but my canopy like my canopy starts to just like lift off the ground in front of me like just like i was like watching this when i was at the market that that like i was just talking about and I ju- I remember jumping up to grab it and I just kept going up into the air with it. And I was like, what is happening? And the wind was so strong. Like it was popping. Like, and then, then it, it was like getting pulled over. I think Nick grabbed it and, and got it. We got it down, but it seriously grabbed me for a second. Like the wind had it. And I was like, I was just going to go completely blows over fucking bends and all this stuff. We have to like, go get it, try to set it back up. And, I was like, this fucking sucks. I hate outside shows. I'm chasing down a part of my booth because it's windy out. Come on, man. This sucks. But we didn't have any, like, sandbags. We had nothing to weigh it down. We're trying to, like, zip tie it to, you know, our duffel bags and, like, like the wagon. And luckily, like, our neighbors, they had, like, a, they, they let us, like, kind of zip tie onto their weights but we we had to end up going there was a train tracks maybe about 30 yards behind this parking lot 20 yards probably and there's all these big rocks just along the the tracks so we had to go and like take we had plastic groceries bags or whatever and we were just filling with these rocks and bring them over there and tying those off to the the legs of the canopy so that it wouldn't blow away now did it still almost blow away when we did that yes because the wind was that fucking strong it was rip it was whip ripping everybody's shit apart um it was windy it was bad but it was a great show like it was awesome i i I loved it but outside shows just can sometimes really really fucking suck uh some of them like that i've done you get you you get done you're out like maybe it's like the back of a a bar right you know and it's the big patio area or your seats and it's outside but there's sand and then the wind blows and everything has sand or dust on it and you don't you, you don't even catch it all you think you wipe everything down you go to the next show and you 
start putting your shit together. There's like dust falling out of everywhere. Sand. It's like you've been fucking rolling it around in the beach and shit. And it's uh that's one of the things that fucking sucks about outside shows. Now playing outside shows uh, as like a musician and a band. Also, like I'm not the hugest fan of those. They're fun, but but when it's cold outside, it really sucks to play guitar when your fingers are freezing fucking cold. Um, I know, like I guess you know mo- most professional places, they're not. You know, you're gonna have hand warmers, or you're gonna be in a warm place, but not everywhere. Like. One uh, one of the gigs that uh, my I was in a band called Harem Festival years ago, and we played at this on this huge stage with our friends Downfall twenty twelve shouts out guys uh, in Discovery Green, which is a uh, very nice big park in the middle of downtown Houston. That's got like that they put up uh, ice skating and all kinds of shows, and they have this huge fucking pro stage lights. It's awesome at this like, kind of like hill area for people to sit and watch free concerts and we played uh we had a gig there with downfall and it was cold as fuck and i remember just like there's nowhere to go there's no inside or anything we're just at the stage and it was awesome but man it's hard to get your fingers just like your fingies warmed up when it's cold as balls outside and, and, it, and it hurts and then like good luck trying to sell your merch out in the cold like that's also something where you're like man eh. and and, and and it's like I, I'm while I'm I'm super grateful to be able to play and and do shows inside or outside. Um, you know, guys, I'm just I'm just now. I've said it before. I've said it again. I'm not an outdoorsman and I'm not a sportsman. I'm an inside guy. I like the creature comforts of you know conditioned air and non blowing sand. Just just a simple simple person with simple needs all right there you go hey that's right simple that's me there we go that's uh my recap of the witch's brew night market uh the mom mother's day edition very very good shouts out to everyone's mazas uh i hope everyone had a good one uh with that I uh, thank you for listening to another episode. Thank you for joining me. If you're new to the show, I appreciate it so, so much. Please don't forget to go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne is Dead needs, desires, wants, and lusts. Uh, you go to the show's page to see where I'll be next. I'm coming for you, Texas. I'm coming home to Texas for Texas Frightmare here in two weeks. And uh, from there, I think I have like four more shows in a row. So check out my calendar there at the website go to the shop page you can get all of my books my records i will sign them i'll send you a bunch of good stuff also coming soon very very soon uh hard cover editions of deadline my latest novel so be on the lookout for those because they're gonna be in small quantities as they're released so uh coming very soon you can get that at the john um and as always please follow me at john wayne is dead on instagram twitter and tiktok just my name john wayne Camionale, on facebook and check out my patreon patreon.com slash john wayne is dead and thank you all for your wonderful inside voices with your inside time and your inside sand thank you <laughs>